Have you noticed how in the movies, almost every time when the cops talk to a witness against a mob crime and they try to get him to testify, the guy says, No, I cannot testify. They will kill me. They will kill my family. And the cops say, We can protect you. We can take you into protective custody. We'll put you in witness protection program. And the guy replies, No, they will kill me. You cannot protect me. You cannot even protect yourself. They will get me. They will kill my family. They will destroy my business. And see, that's wisdom. Because the guy knows that while the cops will not kill him if he doesn't talk, the mobster will kill him if he does. He knows that the cops cannot really protect him from the mobster. But the mobster is more dangerous than the cops. See, that's wisdom. He knows who is more dangerous and he knows who to fear. I don't blame him. Knowing the cops were useless. They don't care. They have no personal stake. But the mobster does. But see, it's not the cops that he should fear, but God. See, the mobster might be more dangerous than the cops, but God is more dangerous than any mobster. You know, man might kill your flesh, but only God can throw your soul to hell. See, and that's the whole point of being a follower, of crucifying your flesh daily. See, when you follow God, you will most likely get something. <laughs> and when I say something, I mean either shot, stabbed, hit, punched, kicked, thrown out, humiliated, spit on, you name it. Because the world hates God. And if you serve God, if you work for God, if you are a follower of God, the world will hate you. Because it's not you that you represent. See, Yeshua said, if I came in my own name, if somebody comes in his own name, him you will honor. Somebody shows up dressed all nice, fancy clothes, promoting his own brand, you name it, whatever. I'm not going to mention any names, but you know what I'm talking about. Oh, wow, yeah, you're a celebrity, wow. But come in the name of the Lord, humble, not trying to get attention for myself, not dressing in the latest and greatest, not driving the most expensive shiny car, not having my hair waxed and my teeth waxed and my muscles pumping, not trying to promote myself, but the message to point to someone else, then this guy you will not listen to. And it's very, very true even today. You do not listen to us, but you would listen to that mega church preacher who tried to promote himself, because after the sermon, he goes to the welcome center and does a book signing 
where he's gonna smile and take a nice picture with you and shake your hand and and show you his wonderful hair and his beautiful teeth and his charm and then maybe you can even take a picture in front of his new uh, whatever fancy car that he has maybe even go on a trip in his private jet oh you love those preachers don't you but not Stephen and I because we're not fancy we don't come in our own name in our own authority we don't promote ourselves we promote the word of God the true undefiled original word of God but you don't listen to us because you're more afraid of the world you don't want to follow God because you know what will happen to you your family will ridicule you oh stop it enough of that God stuff come and come come and come and eat with us come it's, it's the Sabbath it's a Saturday come we're going to the ball game enough of that what you really believe that stuff leave it alone they would love for you to throw God under the bus and join them in their wickedness and sinful nature, sinful lifestyle. They would love it. They don't want you to be holy, because when you're a witness against them, they cannot stand it. See, my family doesn't hate me. They hate God living in me. They hate the fact that I don't do those sinful things that they do anymore. Because I am a witness that they should live like me and observe the Torah and honor the Sabbath. And they cannot stand it because they are evil, wicked people. See, but I'm not afraid of them. I'm afraid of God. I don't mind speaking the truth. I don't mind getting mocked and punched and kicked and stabbed and shot because I don't fear men. I don't fear what men can do to me. I fear what God will do to me if I disobey and do not deliver the message that he has given me to deliver. See, when you walk at the postal service, you are committed. You have a role to fulfill, a job to do. You have taken the oath of service to deliver the packages to their destination. If you steal a package, if you don't deliver, that's a felony. It's a crime. You will get fired and in all probability charged with a federal crime. You're not allowed to steal other people's mail and not deliver what they have sent. It's not very different with the word of God except that God knows everything and you cannot fool him and you cannot tell him the package got lost. <laughs> God knows what you're thinking, He knows your intentions, He knows your heart, He knows your deeds, He knows everything. From beginning to end, He invented everything. He invented wisdom. You only get to share a tiny drop of it. It's not like God just learned everything, He created everything, He thought about math. He invented it. He created physics. In His own mind, came up with it made it out of nothing. And then after he had all of these systems of laws, based on them, he created this universe. And you think he doesn't know what you're thinking? He doesn't know what you're afraid of? He doesn't know that you, you, you fear men? 
you feel your family, you feel your neighbors, you feel strangers down the street? Sure he knows. And listen, he doesn't tell you not to feel them. Well, it's, it's logical. Somebody points a gun at you. Well, yeah, that would be fearful. You don't want to die. He doesn't say, fear not. That is, he doesn't say, fear not the gun. But he does say, fear me more. Huh. See, it's, it's fine to fear. But don't forget to fear God more than the other fear. See, I'm not afraid to disappoint men, but I'm afraid to disappoint God. You get the point? It's very simple to understand if you truly want to. So when he says fear not, it's because if you do what God wants you to do, you'll be fine. So they shoot you, you die, so what? Peter was crucified upside down. The other apostles were sawn in half, buried alive, burned with tar. They were murdered and killed in horrible, painful deaths. Didn't stop them though, because they feared God, not man. Sure, it was painful, it was horrible, it was traumatic, horrible death, really. Painful to even think about. But that was temporary. Only last you for a little while, a few days maybe, if you're crucified upside down, take you one or two days to die, maybe four days if you're really resistant. What is four days of suffering compared to an eternity of hell because you refused an order, you disobeyed, and you did not deliver the message that God has given you to deliver? There's no comparison. I'd rather suffer for 10 days even, for a year, 40 years, 60, 100 years, and to spend eternity with God in His kingdom than to enjoy myself for 100 years, live in sin and all the good things that are not really that good, but the pleasurable things of this world, and spend eternity in hell away from God. There is no comparison. It's not two of the same. It's not like you, you're choosing between a steak and a fried chicken. It's not the same. There is nothing that compares to the most important decision of your life. Live or die, it really is just that. But if you live, <laughs> then you will have to die. <laughs> and if you want to die, that is spiritual death, then go ahead and YOLO, right? Like you say, you only live once, go and do drugs and sleep around and do all kinds of sinful things because you're going to die. So it really is your choice. Who do you feel? Men or God?